from Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning. Hi, I'm Carrie. I'm Carolyn. And I'm Carson. Welcome to our podcast. You'll be listening to some of our best moments of helping people to live their best lives and all while, get this, working with horses. We will be your hosts and have tons of guests along the way. Subscribe today and happy listening. <laughs> Top of the day to you. Hello, hello. <laughs> Do I even want to be an entrepreneur? Is it going to be more work? Is it going to be difficult and time consuming? Is it going to take up your entire life? This one is for you guys who have never been in business on your own before, because it really is being an entrepreneur is a different thing for sure. It's not necessarily your nine to five job, but there are so many pluses to being an entrepreneur. I'm so far away from the screen. Oh, are you? Oh, okay. yeah. I don't know what that is. Oh, there we go. A nice little close up of my yeah. face there. There you we can are. see my little scar. <laughs> So hopefully some of you guys are tuning in already. We'd love to hear who you are and where you're from, because that always brings us great joy. And then, of course, if you think this is some information that somebody else may need to know, we want you to share, share, share this out. Let people know about how great it is to truly be an entrepreneur and, of course, in the world of horses. Oh, for sure. However, I mean, even just being an entrepreneur, if you have a friend or a mom who's starting a bakery or doing something really cool with crafts, being an entrepreneur, these are great tips for them as well. Like we love sharing and collaborating because we always believe the more we help each other, the more we all win. And that is such a great way to go through this life on earth yes nobody's commented yet yeah so, so we're gonna check our gonna sound check to make sure you can hear us exactly because sometimes this yeah okay. yay oh there's there a, hey mike how you doing oh we're, we're chatting with mike right after this excellent so yeah. <laughs> we miss mike if you guys hear something that blows your mind or maybe you want to hear more about it we want you to throw in that hashtag holy jumping tuna fish or the little tuna fishies because that lets us know what you guys are really liking for the information that we're giving you and then we can provide more of it as well so we always want to hear that lovely lovely holy jumping tuna fish and if you guys are catching this on replay later throw in that hashtag replay as well so that we know you've come back and caught us oh i love people at leah's we can hear you yay we've had some issues where we're like nine minutes in and all of a sudden we're like nobody's paying attention to us why do people keep leaving well it's because they can't hear us yeah so it's always good to double check jessica good to see you on here too and of course, we should probably let you know who we are as well. My name is Carolyn Charles. I'm the Director of Sales and Marketing, as well as an instructor and facilitator for the Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning. Thank I you. love it. <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Carrie Fulmack, the founder of the Equine Connection, <laughs> and of course, Master Instructor, helping people globally around the world do what it is that we do. And what we do is we work with horses in a very, very, very special way in the fact that our mission is the welfare of the horse always. And what that means is we actually allow the horses to literally be the teachers in our objectively driven programs, helping humans to be able to move forward by being empowered with what the horse is saying versus us as humans saying, you got to do it this way, or this is what the horse is saying. Well, no, 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 no. We want the human beings to have a moment to understand as they're trained safely through these programs and what the horse is saying. So it affects them in their own personal ways. And that's why it's so powerful to be an entrepreneur. I have to tell you, I've been one, I swear, since I've been in diapers, it is one of the most rewarding jobs 
that exist. However, doing it with horses, it's phenomenal. Like it's like you live in heaven every day because you get to smell the pony pones. It's easy to change. Oh, that changes yeah. in the humans is one of the most humbling experiences you'll ever experience. And the bonus is you can never get a big head in the equine industry if you're working with the horses and hearing what yeah. it is that they're saying. They, they, you humble. they never <laughs> allow you to go that way. So it's kind of exciting to be very grounded in everything that we are doing. Yes, Bethany, I see your comments on here as well. If you have not heard from us, send us it again, because usually yes. we're like within 24 hours, mm -hmm. we get back to people, or if it's a weekend, maybe 48. But other than that, usually we're super, super fast. So we may not have gotten it. So resend it to us, that would be lovely. And uh, if not, you can send it through the messenger on here too, and we will definitely get back to you. Oh, that's true. And I think you have your email up here still, don't you? Oh, probably, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll throw that Ooh, right now. Oh, yeah, why not? Right now. Akapaka. Joe Taka. That's exactly right. There, there you go. we go. So Bethany, that's my email. If you want to throw it on there, I will definitely keep my eyes peeled for it and search through all the different, you know, they got like seven different junk emails now that what? you can't always see. Yeah. There's like spam and then there's junk email that's and then dumb. there's promotions emails. It's dumb. Many, many, but I will be looking for you, Bethany. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So how should we start? You know, here's the one first thing to keep in mind when you want to own your own business, you want to create something that's never existed before. That, that's why, to me, it's the ultimate exciting thing in the world because it didn't exist until you said, you know what, I'm creating this for my community or I'm creating it for the globe. However it is that you're wanting to roll with your business. So the thought has to take place. Once that thought has come into you, when you know it's really a dream piece to own your own business, you stay awake a lot at night. Your in brain, yes, is <laughs> continuously on. And yet in the pit of your gut, you have such passion and it burns and you're so excited. But then, of course, all the doubts come in because there's tons of doubts when you are becoming self-employed and being an entrepreneur. The bonus is becoming an entrepreneur, being self-employed, you can still have another job where you're you're making money. Like that is a win-win, especially when it comes to write-offs and working with the government yeah. and how you'll you'll make money. Those are win-win things. But maybe your goal is to be that entrepreneur that you start the business one step at a time, and your goal is to eventually do that full time. And you know that's the biggest thing to always keep in mind when you are starting a business. You first of all, you always have to spend money to make money. So. I don't want any of you to think there's anything that's a free thing. When I see some of these things on Facebook to say, you can make $10,000 a month and it costs you nothing, that is a lie. Yeah, There is no business on this earth when you start it that is a free. It wouldn't even make logical sense. No, then you're just sitting there waiting for business to come to you. And, that's and that doesn't work either. How it works. Yeah. No. <laughs> it really isn't. No. <laughs> Being an entrepreneur, I do have to tell you the freedom that you have being your own boss, that's for me my excitement in, in no one telling me what to do, no one telling me how to run it. And don't get me wrong, I always work with others who are very talented in the areas to help me and the business move forward. But it's really important to know like you're not alone even when you're starting your own business like not really even though you start the the seed and you start the idea of what it's going to be and what it might even 
You might not actually even know what it looks like. You just have the thought. That's why it's so exciting to have a step-by-step -step process as you're going through what does my business look like? And there's certain things you should actually be asking yourself when you're starting a business because it is lovely to say, I'm going to do this and it's going to be for this reason, but you got <laughs> yeah. it. Now what? Yeah, yeah. It, exactly. It. But yeah, it's like, <laughs> where do you start? Well, I, I'd say the first thing is depending on the area that you're looking for, but we're going to stick more with the equine industry because yeah. we're, we're professionals at that and it is our yeah. specialty. So if you were looking for a business in the equine industry, I would start writing in like to Google. What kind of horse businesses are out there for me? A career in horses, a career with equines. Horse, the word horse is really, really a popular name that the majority of humans yeah. around the globe know versus sometimes people don't know what the word equine means. So it's really exciting to start investigating. If you've got a thought, what is the thought with you and your horse? Yeah, and I think finding that right piece that's for you too, because there's some people that maybe, you, you know, you got to get trained in what your passion is actually going to be and what's going to move you forward with it as well, rather than just picking a course and hoping for the best, like really research those pieces of what's going to get you to that next step to be able to be an entrepreneur as well. And I was going to mention on the entrepreneurial side, like I came from a different school. I wasn't the entrepreneur from diapers by any no. means. And the thing with it is you mentioned about the freedom, but when you know your stuff and you've done your research and you really comprehend that piece that entrepreneurs, it doesn't mean that you're alone. No, because that was one of, that would have been one of my biggest fears is thinking, well, how am I going to do this all by myself? Cause that was how I always kind of related it in my brain before but it, it's not about being by yourself. It's about knowing those people to pull from or the people to align with or how to get the proper training so that you're setting yourself up for success. Those things are really, really essential to think about when you are looking to be an entrepreneur, especially for the first time. And, you know, going back to that freedom piece, because I would still say being an entrepreneur is one of the most exciting things because you do have freedom. You work around your own hours. But let me tell you, and it's your own business, your hours, you're always doing the business in some way or another, because why you're so invested in what it is you're creating. So you're really invested in yourself. Doesn't mean that you have to go off balance and personal and business life. Like that's the key to being an entrepreneur too, because mm -hmm. you don't want divorces happening. No, <laughs> like set some boundaries. Yeah, like, well. yeah. You really do need to have like that time management idea and how you will prepare it. But I tell you, when you're so excited, like I wake up like at four, 4.30 in the morning when I have ideas or I stay up till midnight, one o'clock because I can't stop writing down all of the ideas. And that's what I would do is always have a book, write down every single thought that comes to your brain and have it also by your night table. I was just gonna say that. Oh my gosh, the, the, the other morning I had the most amazing, I don't know if it's dream or thought, and I'm like, okay, three videos done just like this. And at the end, we're going to do, and why not you? And I thought, I'm out. I'm, it's four o'clock in the morning. I can remember this. Oh, when I woke up, all I remembered is why not you? I didn't remember <laughs> the other stuff where, because I was awake, I could have just wrote it down in my book very quickly. Yeah. So it really is important. And so put all your gibberish down because it will seem like a whole bunch of Random, random things, things yeah. that don't make sense. Then what you should do is have another book. Now you're going to get it more succinct. That's <laughs> one of my toughest words to say. So that you can kind of organize your thoughts. 
So one of the first things would be, because you always need a foundation of being an entrepreneur. So what does your foundation base look like? What do you have? Who are you? So here is the thing that a lot of business owners don't do right away is who are you and why do you want to do this? Like write it out fully. Like you got to know why it's for you because yeah. it is for you first. Cause when we understand it's for us, then we can move on to what our target client, who that client looks like. Now, Sometimes when we start as an entrepreneur or self-employed, we think we're going to help everybody in the world, everybody in this community. And it doesn't matter what they ask me. I'm going to do it. No, you're not. No, because well, that's where businesses will fail. It trickles down, but you still have to have a focal point. Otherwise, if you go for everybody, you end up getting nobody. Right. And that's that's not a great place to be starting your business off. And going back into that knowing yourself piece, if you're writing down, I want to I'm doing this because I want to make a million dollars. That's not your why. No, nope. it's not who you are. That's a benefit that could come from doing your passion, maybe. But that's not who you are. You have to have the reasons why you personally are doing these things in order to be able to actually move forward with it, with the passion and the drive that you actually need. And then once you have that focal point of people, that's where the magic really starts to happen because then you know exactly who you are going to help. And I even see uh, Bethany here that she does women's transformation hyp hypnotherapy practice. Ooh, very, nice. very cool. So you already have that kind of who you are helping, right? You, you your know client. that that client is there and you could probably put a name and a face to them in your brain. And that's really what you need to have that moving forward that you want to help that person. And that person turns out to be a lot more people than just one person too. Exactly. And you know, going with that freedom, because I really want to stick to the freedom piece. What is your freedom worth? You know, here's where this is why to me, when you're creating your dream, your business, it's not just about money. It cannot just be about money because it's the purpose piece that creates our business. And what is our purpose on earth? It's to help another human being. So if we understand those pieces, we're coming to the purpose. And remember, each of you are gifted in your own beautiful ways, in your skills, and your talent, you are so unique. And that's why when you understand who you are, it helps you to move forward. So understand with freedom, what is the value in it? I've always said to be able to have a horse business, to be able to stay at home with my girls at the time that I had started. And if all I did was able to live in a tent, see, I would do that. So mine wasn't like huge. And of course I don't live in a tent, but I'm just saying like, it's just not about the money piece. The freedom to me is more beneficial than making, um, I don't know, a hundred thousand a year or 200,000 a year. That's way more beneficial. The freedom to live a life on this earth because we're going to die. And you know, the one thing that about death is so many people forget that they're going to die and they forget to move on and start their dream. And so that's why the freedom in having your own business, oh my gosh, to say before you die, the last breath is, wow, I really did something really cool on earth. Like that is yeah. super exciting. And I, th I think it's worth, it's priceless is it really what it is. is right. Yeah. So going now to your mm -hmm. client, as Carolyn was saying, now you got to go to figure out who is your client and what does that human being look like? So when I first started to, I actually started typing out, well, who is she? So I said who she is. She's a 40-year-old lady. She has been divorced twice. She has three children, uh, always passionate about working with horses. She loves wearing jeans, cowboy boots, white t-shirt. Like I was so specific 
and who my client was. Because if you don't know specifically who that client is, it's very, very hard for you to market. That's why you can't say you're helping everybody. I know we all want to, but in business world, and here's the thing, don't get personal in business. You're going to get personal to begin why you're starting this, who you are, who's your client. But if you take things personally in business, it will really affect you because personal and business are two different things. Yeah. You have to be wide open when people do make suggestions or they tell you something and say, hey, it's not an insult. It's not a bad thing. It's like, hey, shape it up here a little because this is business. What do I need to do differently to help my client to understand what it is that I do and what it is that I offer in a value to our clients. Because you really, you don't know what you don't know until you do know, which is the whole purpose of all of these things is yep. to learn that extra stuff. I see we've got uh, Lenore on here too and Libby and oh, I love Natalie's comment here. Good morning. Thanks for the motivation. Even after you start, you need to remember why you do it. Always. And it's even the big, huge companies. There's a reason why they have their mission and their vision and their value statements and all of those things is because you do have to remember the why you are doing something in the first place to keep it going. We still consistently revisit our whys because we oh, want to yes. make sure that we're still going on the right direction, the right path and how we want to make our imprint on the world. Right. It's by always going back to that why piece of why we're doing it as well. I saw somebody else. And that's still you. your foundational piece. See, a lot of businesses and being self-employed, that's, I have to tell you, that's the number one reason why they don't make it. They might start off big, they got sales, they get everything, but then there's no foundation when what? A crisis like COVID happens. Yeah. Like it's always building that strength first and what it is your business is. So no matter what hits you, you're going to be able as an entrepreneur and working in the right networking groups as well to be able to say, hey, I can now go this way. Never thought of that before, yeah. right? And Until it still it is your you. foundation. It's just a different avenue within your reasonings as to why you're doing things. Right? Absolutely. But it, lets, it gives you something strong to go back to as well. And if you have questions, please let us know as well. Because it's so important because being an entrepreneur is personal though. Like even though this is a career being an entrepreneur, it really is. It's a beautiful title. I love the name. But it is, it's personal to you as you're beginning the piece. The business piece is always just being more open to how are you going to market your business? You have to be okay with what your name is, your logo. Does it represent the client that you're actually trying to get to? That's why you don't want to say, I'm going to work with women. Well, what kind of women? You can't just say, I'm going to work with women. It's got to be a specific yeah. woman that you're looking for. A woman who's been in an abusive relationship, who's been on the run, who needs to build skills. A woman who's maybe been in sex trafficking. Like whatever your pieces are. Youth. youth. What kind of youth? Youth yeah, at risk. <laughs> youth at risk in addictions. Youth at risk for solvents. Like really understanding who that client is, is really going to help you to know once you take your two books and start transferring yep. all the knowledge. It will make more logical sense. And maybe in a 10 year plan, because I also believe you got to always have goals. Goals to me is like your business plan. And we should always have a business plan because then we've got our first year, we've got our third year, we've got our fifth and our 10th year. Maybe in 10 years, you're saying, I'm, I'm going to move over to this area when it hits this specific type. Mm -hmm. I, you, you notice we really haven't talked about money yet. No, because 
it's really not part of it when you are starting to want this. Don't think money. Money is the downfall as well to people because then they'll say, but oh, it's going to cost me this much money. I can't do it. There's no way. First of all, there's no such thing as can't. And I have to tell you with the money piece, if you don't dwell on it and you're not paralyzed by it, there are so many different ways that things come to you, creative pieces, people that you would have never even thought to open up this beautiful world for you in your business. And for those of you who have that money side that you do, you need that information. I get that piece too, but make sure you have the whole span of knowledge, right? Don't just have the knowledge. Oh my gosh, this is going to cost me this much. Okay. But what's right? it going to make you? What is it going to make you? What are the write-offs? What are the benefits of all of those pieces? Does it need you to cost you that much? What are the needs that you have to have in the first place versus along the line? Like there's a lot of information. This is where knowledge really is power because otherwise that fear of, this could cost me to what if, what if, what if the what ifs aren't there. You have uh -huh. to like give yourself the knowledge to be able to feel really, really confident in what you're doing as well without having the fear kind of come in and overtake you because there are so many benefits of being an entrepreneur and having your own business that aren't money related, but that are money related too. <laughs> There's a lot of really good ones out there that you can bring like what you're putting out. You still have all the write-offs to kind of knock those pieces down too. So make sure you have the whole well-rounded knowledge of it rather than just the, oh my gosh, I have to put out this much money because it's not, doesn't always work that way either. No, absolutely. Um, one of my businesses with COVID reminds me of how much I love to repair cars. I love that too, Mike, because it's not all about like COVID, some people had to do some different things, Yes, right? We had to adjust, we had to adapt, we had to improvise and overcome. And we're, we still are <laughs> a year later here doing this improv <laughs> improvising thing. But yeah, if you have an, a love, yes. you don't have to only have one love by any means. And you know, even talking with this, one thing being a business minded person, being an entrepreneur, this is where you kind of have to start training your brain to think a little bit different because as you are spending money and you do have to, I'm sorry, there is no way to not spend money when you're starting a business is you have to understand what's the difference between an investment and a liability. And I'm going to give it to you. So an investment means an investment is that there would be an asset. And in this asset, the asset makes money. That's what an investment is. When you're going into anything and you're investing into what me, myself and I, because this is, you are the asset, you're the investment to how your business will roll. So investment makes you money. A liability, a liability is something like you're gonna buy a boat, a motorcycle, even our vehicles, they're liability. It's money going out the door. Yes, it gets us from point A to point B. We do need a vehicle, but that liability is not going to, well, it's gonna make you money, I guess, if you're going to a job, but just understanding how investment works versus liability and i do not believe in any time when you're investing in me myself and i that could ever be a liable liability it's just not possible that it would be that way because you're investing in you to understand how to get to the place that you're wanting to work within right i love this comment too what does it cost you to not do what you really enjoy sanity I'll give you the answer. I have had jobs before that were, that I've really loved. Like I loved my job at the Calgary Police Service. I loved working for web and graphic design stuff. I enjoyed those jobs very much, the heritage days. However, I have worked the job that you do not love. And I worked at a law firm and it was 
it was toxic. And I do mean like I lasted only three months there. That's the shortest period of time that I've ever had at any position, but it was toxic to me. My self-worth, the deprecation that came from it, everything else was horrid. So that is a huge comment that you're making there too, Bethany, is what is it costing you? Sometimes it's your pure sanity Seriously. or your self-worth. Your life. Things. Yeah. And you only have one. One life. One. And we're going to die. Now, I do talk about dying often, not to offend or get people upset, but for myself, even being an entrepreneur, when I think of death daily, and I do, I know it could be my last day on earth. I never want to get my, my mind going to a place that's, you know, self-pity or, oh my gosh, I'm not, I'm so broke on this. Like I really try to live in the moments and the nows because I actually don't know when my last breath is going to be. And I think, again, just as humans, we sometimes forget we're going to die or we kind of like avoid it. And it's so sad because then some people never get to live their dream. There is something that is the most amazing thing when you can wake up in the morning and you take a breath and you're like, I can't believe that I get to do this as a living. Yeah. But why not you? Why not you? See, there it is. That would, yes, but it's still not, <laughs> it still doesn't answer my dream that night or that morning. But, it, but anyways, uh, the money piece as well, you know, you do. I think it's very smart, even in your business plan, find those budgets online to figure out what are some of the pieces that I am going to have to obviously put some investment into, but what costs me already? Because being self-employed means you get to have write-offs. Write-offs is the greatest thing that have ever been created. Why? Because you live in a home, whether you rent or you have a mortgage. Most of you have a vehicle, yeah. Most of you have a cell phone. Most of you have utilities. Well. Right now, those liabilities, they do go out the, the window, right? If you own your own home, of course, you're investing in it to pay it off eventually, so it's 100% yours. But here's the bonus. When you're self-employed, these are now part of a, a business write-off. That means you get to use a portion of your home because you're in business. You're, you're supporting the economy, so you need to have that business space. So there's so many beautiful things that at the end of the year and with horses, now we have our horses, we have our vets, we have our farrier, we have our hay, we have either boarding, we have maintenance on our on our own property, maintaining this business. Well, these are all write-offs. So then at the end of the year, yeah, it might look holy crap and doodles. I've had loads of expenses, but now you still have your income coming in. And if you have another job, it's beautiful. And then you hire. I always believe in delegation. She does. I do. <laughs> like to me, give it to the people who are pros and what it is that they're doing. Because I know lots of times we think, oh, but it will save me $600 if I do it myself. But not what's the 75,000 hours that it takes you to figure out how to do it? Exactly. Yeah. And those are the pieces you you really have to really sit down to contemplate, do I want to put in those 7,500 hours or do I pay someone who can have it done? They have more option. They're creative because why? They're great at what it is that they do. And then you're moving forward. Because that's one thing too that happens with some entrepreneurs is they've got the plans. They're already, they're sitting there. They're, oh, maybe I'll just change this part of my business plan up or I'll just change that. There must be an action. You can have the plans out the freaking yin yang, but if you don't take the step, if you don't take the action, 
nothing moves forward. nothing happens so you really always have to remember that even if it's a baby step take it take the step to move something forward because then you'll see that the other things follow from there and if you do hire out somebody that yeah it might cost you a little bit more money huge step off your plate and you're moving forward it's, right exactly and one thing i believe in being an entrepreneur is horse trading <laughs> it's funny because we're in the industry yeah, yeah. but what i mean by that horse trading is hey will you do some photography for me and because i've started my new business i'll do this for you so i'm always a believer in doing those trades can you make me some signs and i will do this for your kids like however you can do it where money literally doesn't have to pass hands oh but there's forward movement that's yep. always forward movement and i believe in the secret i believe in all of those great things that we're taught in how we train our brain but again if the the false piece with it is you just can't sit and think. If you do not make a movement, you will never get what it is that you are looking for. Is there fear in movement? Yeah. You bet, but it usually is a false fear. And that is so true. Like you'll take the step or you'll call that person and say, oh, that wasn't half as bad as I imagined it to be. Mm -hmm. And I know even being in the horse industry, everybody around me said, you will never, ever make money off hay burners, ever. Now we built a house out here where our facility is. It's so beautiful just to be living here, but having the business expenses of having an arena, having all the maintenance with the horses, all those beautiful components. But every time a trade came out, because my, my hubby is a contractor as well, they would always say, holy, that must cost you a ton of money, man. Ten horses your wife has? He'd say, oh, no, they actually make us money. Yeah. This is why we're here. So it's so exciting when you think, you, you will start. You should be more in the hole. This is why our governments allow us to have write-offs and expenses. Because think of Steve Jobs. When he first started, all expenses would be like this. That You do not make money, really, in your first couple of years. Yeah. But I mean, you can, don't they've, get me wrong. Yeah, they've recovered from that. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this is how it does roll. You'll see it like this. And then it's each year you start seeing how these things start rolling. And then you start having all this money that you're making. I like uh, Lenore's question. What was your first advertisement for your business? So when we first <laughs> the started, way. yeah, we, we did everything wrong. But the one thing we did do right off the bat is we recognized that we represent our business and that our business represents us, and we had a website. Those were two of the biggest things that we started off with that were the good things that we did. The other things were we did it the wrong way, but we, did, we learned. We did uh, <laughs> advertising in magazines, and it, it took us hiring an outside coach, which I also believe in, but even doing horse trading with an outside coach, they think differently because they're not invested like you are in your own business. Because again, like when you first start, it's very personal as to the reasons you're starting it. They see it in business. So they're very creative in helping you to go to that different place. Yeah. So once we hired uh, an outside coach, we discovered, yeah, magazines are never, ever, ever, and to this day, since we started January 2009, we have not ever uh, done that uh, marketing yeah. and advertising again with magazines. For our industry. It. Yes. it doesn't work for us. If you sell horseshoes or some sort yes. of specialty item, yeah, horse Absolutely. magazines are a very smart place to be. Absolutely. For us, in that our people who are target market, again, because we've got that nailed, they don't read the horse magazines necessarily, right? So it's not our place to go to find clients because they aren't the ones looking in that spot. So you really have to be very aware 
of your target market so tightly that you know where they're looking for information to. And that's why the Facebook advertising is stupendo. But understanding too, as we've been in this business for so many years, we have three different target markets. Mm -hmm. Well, actually four, because our fourth target market is our actual certified school. So in our certified school, yeah, we do market in magazines. Why? Of course, people, we are so cool as we like to touch <laughs> the magazine and we like to flip pages. We like the smell of a magazine. So that's smart. But doing our Women's Authentic You workshops, they're not going to a horse magazine. Where are they? They are normal people, traditional people in the Calgary area sitting at home saying, I want so bad to be authentic, right? So you see, this is why we can use Facebook. And Facebook yeah. is a very cheap way to advertise right. and get the clients that you're looking for because it allows you to put in your demographics, the age of your client, male, female, Location, youth, everything. Yeah. It's a stunning, stunning system. So, and even with that, figuring out who it is, imagine you're going to a private investigator and you need to get them to find someone. You can't just say, you know, there's it's a male in their 30s. There's lots of those, yeah. right? You have to break it down because then they want to know where they're going to hang out. What kind of things do they like to do? You know, that's how much you're breaking this down so that you want to find that one person, which I get, like I said, turns out to be many people, but that's how tightly you were narrowing down your target market. From those two books that you start with as well, the other thing that I would always suggest you do is pull out what the mission, what is your mission? Cause that's part of your foundation. Why are you doing it? And a mission doesn't have to be like a paragraph no, long. Mission statement. is very short but it has to work with what it is that you're doing and for what client. But I would pull things out, hand write things out. Why? Your brain is thinking it. So you see you're already creating a difference in your brain and how it thinks. Then you're writing it, making it what? Tangible and solid. And then you're posting it somewhere. Like don't keep everything in a closed book, especially mm -hmm. as you're beginning. You need to see it on your fridge and your coffee table. Like put your dream book. That's where you put your goals and your business plan and all that stuff. Put it on your coffee table so you're always seeing it. And even those days that you're like, oh, this is never going to work because you can have them. We have the right to have yep. those feelings. But you know what? It will bring you back after you kind of release that. Ah, and then you kind of, I want to do it. I know this is going to work. Even if you're a digital person, like I'm, I'm not as much a sticky note or notepads and stuff like that. Well, I am more now. Mm -hmm. You did this to me. <laughs> but even if you're doing it, you're more of that digital person, throw something in your calendar so it pops up in the morning to remind you what you're doing or something along those lines. We actually have epiphanies <laughs> scheduled into our calendar. We don't know how it got there. That's hilarious. But it's so funny because then we see it and it, it like gets us into Sparks. a mood to be creative and think outside the box or something. It's just that little bit of a reminder of some, some different way to think of things. Uh, Bethany. Yes. Uh, we actually do. She had a question about, yeah. do we work, does this work with uh, donkeys or mules as well? That's the word yeah. that we are <laughs> looking for. And absolutely they do. They're still part of that equine family. However, donkeys do speak differently than our horses. Yeah. So it's just understanding when a donkey is saying this with his tail, it means something different than a horse with his tail. Yeah. And it's just understanding those different uh, pieces and yeah. how each of our beautiful creatures teach and use their body language, which of course is all taught through everything that yeah. we do. And still sticking in with the prey animal pieces yeah. there. However, a horse, they take Run off. Away. 
donkey sees coyote, donkey grabs and shakes kill a coyote and kills coyote, right? So they, they definitely have some different methodologies in their life as well. But yes, absolutely. You have to know, again, well, it's just like we say with our horses, we have to understand what they're saying to us the same way as we would with any anybody that falls under the Equus family. But knowing that you want your freedom, knowing you are going to make a living. So here's that making a living piece. So we've talked about all the expense components that have to be. It just is. Like, go buy that new computer. Why? It's going to be your business right off. Like when I got one. Oh, yeah. She just sitting here. She just got a computer. Good girl. Like we'll that. use yeah. that as a business <laughs> write off because it's part of what it is you're creating. Sometimes people don't get started because they think they got to put a whole ton of money in first for it to actually be a business. No, as soon as you have the thought, you start spending money on what your business is. Make sure you keep all of those invoices, all those receipts, because those are that's part of how your bookkeeper will do all of your expenses for, again, that expense and income coming in. Income now is very, very important. Oh, do you wanna do this first? I just, well, I love the, the two new fishies for reminders to get out of the, can't, I can't do this mentality. It's so true. You gotta take that next step, move forward and be in the now, but take your moment, have a cry in the shower, whatever you need to do, yeah. but then move forward. So it's I a release. That, Lisa. You know, and I always told my daughters growing up, there's no such word as can't. You can say, I don't want to. You can say, I'm throwing in the towel. Ooh. But to say can't, there's no such thing. Like, really, of course you can. Why can't you, right? <laughs> and I just said that. But that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's just so, it's training our brains to seriously think different. When everybody said that you will never make it doing a horse business because of all of those reasons. My brain always said, oh yeah, I will. You just wait and see, even though it took three years to actually make it roll. And again, that's just being part of business and understanding what you have. Because remember, we did it the wrong way. We would have come out of the gate much faster, yeah. but I don't think we were supposed to do it that way because why? It helps all of our facilitators who come in because we do business training with our certification as well. Why? We don't want any of our people who are certified to do it the wrong way. It was hard. Guys. We, yeah, <laughs> we have all the stuff. We know exactly what it is that you need to do to move it forward. So that's why we're so deep into the entrepreneurial training. I've always said, even when people get certified with us, if all you get out of it, because it is life changing, if all you get out of it is you hear your horse in a completely different way that you did not even dream was possible because they all do. Mm -hmm. And you learn all the skills in becoming an entrepreneur. Sometimes the certification is a stepping stone for a place you still got to go to. So you see everything you invest in, oh, it's all an investment. It's an asset to wherever it is you're supposed to be going on your journey. And again, if you already have something that you've already created and you're adding a different component to it, a beautiful investment because keep what it is that you love going, but you're just adding a different component because we get lots of uh, riding instructors, but yeah. they want to bring something different in. They, they want to open up the market so they can help humans on a different level with building skills versus just riding a horse because our clients are all non-horse people. Yeah. That's who they are for the other market that we we work with then. And it's such a smart business move for them too, because then you get non-horse people coming in to do equine assisted learning courses. And then I 
call this like the gateway drug to horses because then they fall in love and they're like, I want more. And then they've got these beautiful riding programs that the people who are getting on the horse's back already understand the horses so much better. It's really like an absolute win-win for all of those guys too. So back to the money. So one thing to help you in understanding how you will price it, because you do have to be smart in business. You have to know these are the expenses that I'm going to do with my budget. But in my markets, let's say you pick two or three of the markets that you're going to go for, you have to figure out how much money could you make a year. You have to write down what the possibility is. So how you do that, first of all, I'll just give an example for us. So skills development, this is what we do as helping people, either life skills or skills development. Not, and we're not talking our certification course, okay? No. So we're just talking when we're helping the people in and around our area. So the one thing to begin with is it, knowing that we're a skills development company and we were gonna work, or we still do in team building. What I did was I Google searched team building uh, companies in and around Calgary, Edmonton, Banff. Like I went through hub cities and then the smaller towns and rural communities as well. Cause I wanted to see who were the top five that stood out on the Google page. Then what I did was I connected with, to me, that's my competition because I know I'm skills development. Mm -hmm. That's what our programming is. So then I would connect with them to see what is their pricing? How many people do they have? Does it include the venue? Does it include your uh, meals as well? Because that was really important. This helped us to price our team building workshops that we do or one day workshops that we do. Then for women, it was the same idea. Uh, women's personal develop workshops, empowerment workshops for women in Calgary, Edmonton, all of this. Then I contacted them to see what do they price their programs at. That helped me to price. Youth, same idea. Think of yourself. If you have a family and let's say you're going to, I don't know, um, a theme park. Well, check out what does a theme park charge a family to come in for a day? Then it helps you to start understanding what will your pricing be. Because if you devalue what you're worth, and being an entrepreneur, there's so many people who are like, oh, I get so nervous when it comes to people saying, how much do you charge? And I can't say it, or I feel so bad because it's this, okay. no. Yeah. What would you pay with you and your family for an afternoon? What would you pay? So you see, it helps you to be, oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, it's uh, $500 for the weekend workshop. Yeah. You see, because you know the value is there. So always look at your competition, understand what would you pay? What would I pay to have a weekend workshop? Just carry full Mac. What would I do? I would take a look, I'd see what the value is. What are they offering me? And I always want to know if you're marketing to me, what's the change I'm yeah. going to get? Not you, don't tell me all about you. I want to know what I'm going to get for you charging me this. And I tell you, if it is worth it, I'd pay $1,500. I'd even pay $5,000 if there is something that amazing that I'm going to get in two days, being a woman that you've told me I'm going to get a result in, I would do it. And I would pay for Carolyn to also come along because it would be amazing. I'll start Googling. Right? <laughs> but this is why you really have to be very business, business smart when it comes to what is your value and what it is that you're promoting. When you devalue, you actually lose business because they wonder why she's so cheap. Yeah, think about booking a hotel. 
Yes. You're looking at two hotels. They look pretty similar on the website. You got one 70 bucks a night. The other one is $35 a night. My brain is saying, I don't know about the bad bucks. $5, man. Bad bucks. <laughs> yeah, you have to really think of it that way too. People take vacations and the big reason they take them is for the life experience or for the relaxing or for what are all those different pieces of it. We spend thousands of dollars on these well, when we could uh, <laughs> and when we will again. But it's really essential to realize that if you were coming for a seven week curriculum, that's the same as going on a vacation, right? But you're getting skills that's gonna last with you for a lifetime, just like you would with the memories of vacation. So there's lots of ways you can think about it, but don't sit there and think, well, I would only want to pay. No, what would you pay? Not what you would want to pay. That's right. Difference. Yeah, absolutely. I can't believe how long. You I know, know, I we, just looked at the time. We could speak forever and ever and ever. I think, again, that freedom piece and then having the papers and the books and having your notes pulled out, having that goal, that dream book, having a business plan, understanding what expenses are, understanding what income will be, showing yourself that you can do this. There is always possibility. Don't go to the fact that I don't have money. Just don't go there because then you'll squash your dream before it even starts. One more thing before we do end off, though, because this was super exciting, is I watched a TED Talk a long day ago that was so amazing and who that human is that you're wanting to help, that you're wanting to market to. This helped me tremendously in all the areas that we actually market to. So I did it all separately. But if you want this TED Talk, you email Carolyn. Oh. Let's put that up. I always love giving away something, right? Because you might not have ever heard of this guy before. But he is long. Okay. I do have to tell you, it is a long TED Talk, but it is so worth it. If you can get through that first like 20 minutes, I would say, you're going to be blown away. It excites you so much to hear how he is helping you to understand your uniqueness and what it is that you are offering that beautiful client that needs you. Doesn't need a carrier, Carolyn, but needs you. It's just so exciting. So if you do, just email Carolyn and I will get yeah. that link for you and go for it. I just am loving all these comments here today. Uh, Mike, Rita, Lenore, Bethany, you guys, and Libby's on here too. I saw Lori up above as well. I love Libby's comment. You are all so inspiring. I feel like this speaks right to my heart. I just love you ladies and Aww. Ben. <laughs> Well, thank you. We love ben. you too. <laughs> ben is pretty cool. Yeah. And I'm loving all the stuff that you guys are putting in here too, because you guys are about the same thing we are. It's about sharing. It's not about having that information saying this works for me, but I'm not going to tell anybody because that might work for them. No. It's not about share. That. Yeah. We got to share and help. Them. No secrets. No secrets. When you're in business, the more you share, the more you get back. And yes, I know. Don't get me wrong. There are people who will take stuff. There are people who are going to copy you. And you will get very offended. But here's the thing I want your brain to think of. When they steal from you, when they verbatim take from you, you know what? Take it as a compliment. It hurts us to our core. Don't get me wrong. That's being human. But take it as a compliment that you've created such beautiful verbiage, such a beautiful way to represent what it is that you are doing that they needed to copy you in order to do it. But remember, copiers and people who try to do that they're not invested like you are because you did all the work to build that foundation. They're not going to get as far as ahead. Don't ever think that those people get further ahead. Remember what's further ahead. It's not monetary value. No, there's integrity involved. Integrity and what you get to do as a living with purpose 
every single day you live and breathe. So don't get caught into any of those pieces. I see lots of people looking for the TED Talk. So for any of you guys who are looking for that, shoot me an email, carolyn, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N, at equineconnection.ca. So equine connection, plural. Yeah. No, no singular. Yeah. Not plural. Holy crap. I can't believe I just said that. Carolyn at equineconnection.ca. <laughs> And I will get the link over to Carolyn and then yeah. Carolyn can shoot it out to you guys. Absolutely. Yeah. And we can't wait to hear from you all next week. I don't know if we're going to be on next week because we're running a course. That's exactly right. Yeah. But the week after we will be back talking more about um, how you can really move forward with life, with career, with horses, whatever it may be, because you don't know what you don't know until, until you, you do, do know. know. Exactly. And that's what the whole series is all about. And I do have to tell you, we're doing something stupendous in April as well with a beautiful giveaway and finding your power for for women. Now, Mike, of course you can be a part of this, but it is a very powerful, beautiful mini course. So we'll be bringing that out to you so that you understand being entrepreneurs, being self-employed, we always got to keep the power within. So no matter what gets thrown our way, when people are disbelievers, when people are naysayers, when people say you can't do it, oh yeah, you can because you get the power. So we'll bring that in in April. Yes. So. Uh, Bethany, yes, we did do a podcast with Jane Pike a while back as well. Yes. And I think it's in our videos on on uh, Facebook as well and in YouTube, I believe. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, videos and stuff everywhere. So, yeah, check that one out too. All right, everybody, have a great couple of weeks, and we will see you very, very soon talking more about you don't know what you don't know until, until you, you do, do know. And remember, why not you? You are unique. You are talented. You are so skilled. Even if you don't feel it, you are. You are the reason why people need you. You just got to start it. They just don't know you exist yet until you what? Create it. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in today with us gals from Equine Connection on today's episode of Changing Lives with a Horse, of course. Next week, we're going to have tons more information and please join us then for more chatting on how these phenomenal creatures are really the best teachers around. We'll talk to you all then.